please don't piss off any of the acolytes at the <laughs> temple, please. I mean, I don't know what they what they think is rude. Well, I'm an acolyte from that temple, so so it should be fine. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are heading to the temple of Ethla. All right, cool. Uh, Artie, you've never seen this place before. It is a great big wooden building with lots of like arches and struts, and it's 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 all it, it's surface construction has always struck you as a little over elaborate. <laughs> this is definitely an example of that. Why wood though? It's going to degrade so quickly. Well, I mean, you you just replace it then. I don't understand the problem. But like, it's so spongy. You replace the boards that are spongy with with new boards because That's... there's lots of trees i'll never understand this i don't know what joe's doing <laughs> i mean she's going in all right there we cool go. uh you go in uh it's not it's not the time of day where like services usually happen so it's it's pretty empty it's got that kind of like you know that feeling you get in a place that you're normally there when there's a lot of people, but there's no people, and therefore it feels extra empty? Like like, like a school after hours? I was going to say closing at the when the mall is closed up. Yeah, like when the mall's closing. It's kind of got that feel, but there's a couple of acolytes moving around, and you can see uh, off to the side uh, Mother Sylvia having a conversation with uh, a couple of them. All right, just be cool. Cacophony, I know you know how to be cool. Arturos, please be extra cool. I'm cool. Cacophony, will you keep an eye on him? I can babysit. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay, so uh, come with me if you want. I'm just going to go talk to talk to the mother, um, or you guys can sort of look at the icon iconography or, or sit and contemplate your lives. <laughs> okay. She's going to go up to mother sylvia okay she spots you when you're like 10 feet away and she immediately claps her hands together and goes jill oh thank goodness i was so worried hi i'm, I'm sorry I, I probably should have sent something back earlier i i just it, it's it's been weird it's are you all right yes 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 um the 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 draconian uh, the, the dragonborn um problem is is taken care of we're fine actually kind of good which is weird really what does that mean um i it's a long story D do you have some time yes of course uh come through to my office and sure. she leads you into and mother sylvia's office is like th this appears to have been largely undamaged by the fire and it is it is your typical like head pastor's office there's it's a very small room with a lot of shelves and a really big <laughs> desk <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of crowded, but also, like, really, really cozy. There's, like, sunbeams <laughs> coming in through the window. This place has always kind of felt comforting to you, except for the times when you got in trouble and you had to have a conversation with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't one of those times. So it, 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 it almost feels like coming home in this room. Um, so Juliana sits down and she pretty much just spells out the whole story. Like, she's not going to try to... Like, pretend that there's not space out there, because she kind of filled in Mother Sylvia on a bit on it uh, mm -hmm. last time. So she's going to talk about, like, the trip to Kryn, to Karis, uh, the wings. She's going to sort of talk a bit about, you know, like, the the, the Cutlass heist, um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Halloween castle. 
she's going to like sound very apologetic when she mentions that she kind of figured out how to make holy water. <laughs> she feels weird about that. <laughs> and yeah, she's just you're gonna give her the whole story in as much as in as much as she can. Are you going to mention Lachlan at all? Um she is probably going to dance around the subject. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, you know, there's, and like, she, she's going to like talk about the crew and like, you know, and there's, there's like Veli, who's this plant person who's really cool. Captain Bondar's like kind of a disaster, but I think she's like keeping it together. Okay. Mr. Hearst is great. Then there's, oh, there's, there's, there's Lachlan. <laughs> and then there's Kara and there's Kat. <laughs> But the problem is that she's also a disaster. So in so in attempting to dance around the subject of Lachlan, he will been very obvious. Yes. So she sits there and she listens to all of this, and she's at first she's nodding fairly frequently, and then the nods get slower over time <laughs> and further apart, and then and then you get to the bit about the giant squid, <laughs> and then and then at the end of all that, she just kind of sits there with her hands in front of her mouth for a little bit. She says, "Well, that's." Certainly a lot. Yes. Yes, it has been a lot. The past couple of months have been a whole lot, actually. And how do you feel about all of that? Juliana kind of looks at her hands. Well, it's terrifying. Um, it's it's weird. It's it's uncomfortable. I, I I spend a lot of time pretty sure that I'm doing a bad job at literally everything. But it's also incredible. That sounds an awful lot like life, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe a little. Uh, mother, I I know I'm not really supposed to. Um, it's not really quite time for for sort of the the rotation or anything, and and I. You know, by all accounts, I really ought to be learning um, a lot more from from my elders instead of trying to just sort of feel it all out as I go. But um, I need to ask your permission to take a a, a leave of absence. Uh, I I don't think I can stay here. Well, um, you have already been gone for quite some time, so right. it's, I can hardly make the claim that we can't do without you. I will miss you in the time that you're gone, and I'm very glad you came back and made, made sure we all know that you're okay. But from what I can tell, there is something that you need to find, and I don't think you're going to find it here. So it will be very cruel of me to insist that you need to stay. I just... I can't... I can't leave any of them alone. <laughs> yes, it sounds like they'd all die if you weren't there. <laughs> Uh, they kind of die with me there. Okay, uh, I can, I, I, I can clean out my, my stuff. I, I, I think I left a few things here last time, but I can, I can take the rest of it, and and someone else can have my room. And, and don't feel like you need to erase yourself from this place. If there are things you need to leave here, we will keep them safe. You always have a home here, Jill. Thank you. Um, mother, I. Are there any? I only took the stuff that I had with me. Are there any are there any histories on 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 Ethla on anything that goes back? I can I, show you some of the older texts, but there it, time has not been kind to many of them. It's just there's there's things that don't there's things that 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 itch at the back of my head. The 
Mother, I had these dreams before we left. It felt like they, they, they meant something to what's going on out, out there, and I don't... I don't know where they came from, or... I, there, there's so many... I've just got so many questions. It's possible our goddess is speaking to you. She's not. It's not unknown for her to do that. But I don't understand why me. I'm just the one that was there. Maybe that's why, because you were the one that was there. You were in the position to do the most good. Maybe. Uh, also, I... And she's she's probably had her hammer in her lap this whole time and just kind of been <laughs> like kind of fiddling with it as, as a nervous gesture. <laughs> is there... It seems like everything out there is getting stronger. The, the further we go, the, the more we see. And I... I have alternatives, but I... Is there is there maybe a blessing you can you can give me and and my hammer or something I I don't feel completely prepared honestly I think there is uh, some work that can be done on the hammer to uh, to enhance its capabilities Yes that would be that would be incredible It would take some time but if you're here for a few days Yeah we're we're in the area where we've got a couple of things outside of town that we need to do but but. Yeah, that All would right. actually be incredible. If if you leave it here, I can have uh, some of the acolytes work on it. Yes, absolutely. She like reluctantly hands it over. <laughs> she takes the hammer very gingerly. She knows how much it means to you. <laughs> so tell me about these texts. Um, we have to keep them in uh, very, very... They're in the basement. We have to keep them in very cold, very dry conditions uh, because they're parchment and they tend not to age very well. Uh, many of them are written in Celestial, which I do believe you read. Yeah. So that shouldn't present too much of a problem. It's mostly a history of this particular temple, um, going back about 1200 years. Yeah, if I could spend some time reading that, that would be... Absolutely, I'll make sure you have access. Sure. Um, maybe when I come back to, uh, before we leave, if, if that would be okay? Yes, of course. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I'll 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 be back in a in a couple of days, and I'll I'll um, go through some of my things, and uh, and 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 yeah, okay. I'm sorry to worry you. I'm just glad you're back and that you're all right. Yeah, thanks. Then um, I guess I guess um, yeah. Well, I've got uh, they're waiting for me out there. Um, so I'll okay. Good, good talk. I look forward to seeing you again, Jill. Thank you, Mother. You're very welcome. All right, so she comes back out. Okay, uh, Arturos and Cacophony, what have you guys been doing in this time? <laughs> but why is it made of wood? <laughs> sea and storm, coral. Everything coral. I feel like coral would break very easily, dear, but it's made of wood because that's what we have around. We have like a giant forest just west of town. <sighs> wood is very sturdy when done when it's carved correctly. It's just facts. Stone is also good, but stone is also more expensive, so you generally have to buy it from the fancy uptight nobles. They own all the quarries, so they don't deserve the money. What? what? How can you own a quarry? You claim you own the land around it. That's not. Mm. But is 
Isn't it all I, uh, for I, your king? I know king? I'm saying this to a king, dear, but nobles but, are pretentious fucks who claim they own a lot. But it all belongs to the king, no? Or queen? Probably, technically, in the end. Are you trying to teach Arturus about capitalism? I'm tre- trying to teach Arturus about anti-capitalism. Actually, it would be mercantilism at this point. <laughs> no, it would be it would be feudalism. Feudalism. I gotta say that it's all stupid, Artie. Don't worry about it. Um, hi, Jill. How did talking to your mother superior go? And no, uh, mother superior is a whole other oh, okay. level up. Um, but thanks, though. Um, no, I, I I think it actually went okay. Um, she, I think I may have rattled her a little with with all the with all the space stuff. That's um, fair. but you know, that's why I'm gonna lie to my family. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, the thing is that, you know, I feel like I need to explain exactly what, what's going on. And then it, it doesn't really sound the same as I heard my goddess speak to me in a different sphere that she wasn't supposed to be president. Doesn't quite have the same ring as, you know, I was the next town over and it was super far away. <laughs> I've just been we've been discussing architecture and I've been answering all these questions for him. I don't understand any of it. No, he doesn't. Did I hear you say coral earlier? Yes. Apparently everything in his kingdom is made of coral. The coral's alive. Yes. You can grow it into whatever shape you want. Your buildings are alive? Why would it's how we keep it clean. I mean, self-cleaning buildings. We just treat the wood with the sealant. No, seals don't make good for good pets. <laughs> wow okay um all right so i left my warhammer there so if we need to kill anything i've got a i've got a club all right you've got the narturos oh that was my spell casting wait no it's cool i've got i've got i've got the little i've got the little uh holy water file so i'm good on that didn't just right. give away the ability to use all my spells so that's cool well, you would have to just use components. You'd have to have a, a, a bag full of garbage to cast your spells instead of your <laughs> instead of your hammer, <laughs> which Arturos has. It's fine. It's fine. I don't need a bag full of trash. These are treasures. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah. So I just need to stop by there in a couple of days. Um. I, I mean, I can give you guys a tour if you want. There's like a nice garden. Sure. Sure. Okay. This won't be weird. <laughs> Alright, so Jill takes you on a tour of the temple grounds. There, there, Aside from the main building, the main hall, there's a couple of outbuildings that are uh, either storage or living quarters for the acolytes who live here. This is like a combination, like, place of worship and residence for a lot of the clergy of Ethla. Um, the gardens are nice. Arturos, the gardens aren't that nice. <laughs> you've, you've seen better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, do you grow herbs here? Is that is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, I mean, we use a lot of reagents and stuff, so this is where we sort of grow a lot of the, you know, like, live things that we need. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> it's very cute. Why are you looking at me like that? Why would I look at you in any other way, Arturos? I mean, there's no... That's not even a statue. But statue? We don't really have any 
have you not noticed the lack of statues throughout the whole building? We we don't la- we don't have any like imagery of Ethla, so it's just kind of why would you know, I... placeholders like the hammer and stuff, right? But you don't even have statues of fancy naked people or I don't know. No, we have icons Giraffe. of saints, but we don't have naked people statues. What? Yeah, every every garden has a naked people statue. Well, I don't necessarily disagree that a garden is not improved by a naked person statue, especially if it's a fine-looking lady. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that every garden requires one, Arthur. Mm. We'll find you a statue. <laughs> and please don't find my temple a naked person statue. <laughs> it's all very tasteful. I don't. I don't think we need that. Thank you. It's it's supposed to be a place to you know, work and and maybe like sit in a meditative silence and reflect and and maybe even propel your spares in the morning if you, if you're feeling you know up to the task if you're feeling like it. Um, but it's not really a place to sit there and ogle a stone titty. I mean, you don't ogle it sometimes. Yeah, you can, but it helps with the scenery. Also, frankly, it, it's the Ethelinism is predominantly female. There's there's a lot of titty anyway. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Just grow up surrounded by titty. <laughs> anyway, so that's, I mean, that's probably, you know, the nicest place in the temple. Um, so unless you guys want to, like, I don't know, uh, light an incense stick, pay your specs. I don't ever know. So I have an honest question for you, Jill. Yeah. While uh, I, I'm not the most religious person, is it insulting if I to your god if I light an incense stick? Uh, so it can depend from deity to deity, but generally speaking, Ethla, we tend to appreciate the gesture. Um, so it's more if the intention behind the gesture is to, you know, blaspheme or be rude or or not sort of. If it's a lack of respect, then yes, it's that would the, be bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. The oh, intention right. will sort of filter up and translate. But if you're doing something that is saying like, "I'm not part of this, but I respect it," I will take part in this right as knowing that I don't know what I'm doing, but I am attempting to be respectful. Then, then that's that's generally good. All right. I, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to necessarily like do it. If you, yeah. And so I will. I will like one. Look, and, um, I mean, one of one of Ethel's major aspects is that of 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 maternity. And what kind of mother would she be if she didn't know that? You know, sometimes kids just do stupid shit, but they mean well. <laughs> so cacophony, fringe dangling around her hips, uh, goes forward and lights an incense stick. And- I feel like sometimes kids do stupid shit but sometimes they but they usually mean well as like the perfect condensation of Ethel knows that we are weak and yet she has for strength <laughs> that's true yeah it's a it's a complicated relationship yeah so uh cacophony you grow up uh, and light an incense stick and it smells nice you don't really feel anything. You feel like you should feel something. Yes. Oh, Arturus is just kind of looking around and just staring. Jillian <laughs> just kind of peers at him. Do you, you know? No, it, it's it's cool if you don't want mm-hmm. to. Oh no, thank you. I don't do religion much. Okay. 
It's fine. Uh, that's kind of a weirdly evasive answer to say no thank you, but that's cool. I did say no thank you. Yeah. Okay. If you give me like a minute, I'm just going to go up to the to the altar and, you know, uh-huh. say hi. Sure. Okay. So Jillian going to sit down and this is all going to be extremely hesitant. <laughs> it's going to light light the stick and send the thing and close her eyes and very hesitantly reach out. Yeah. Well, you are currently in the center of Ethla's power, so right. But that, that connection—that doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going to be okay, Juliana. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the center of Ethla's power, though, so you reach out, and it's not—it's not like what happened at Shrine Row in Port Meridian, where you reached out and it was like someone talking very quietly in the next room. In this case, you reach out, and it's almost like slipping into a, a nice, perfectly warm bathtub. You feel comforted you feel surrounded and enveloped and loved juliana like like cacophony and arturus can probably see like her entire posture just kind of like unclench (laughs) (laughs) uh and she's just going to sit in that for a few minutes and then just sort of pull herself out of it and she comes back looking actually kind of refreshed Okay, that was, um, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> um, that was cool. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think we're, I think we're good to go, um, if, if, if you guys want. Sure. Heads for the door. Okay. Uh, as you guys are leaving the temple, you're noticing it's getting pretty late in the day. I should probably not go burst in on my parents this late in the evening, because especially by the time we get there, it's going to be... Oh yeah, it's going to be the night. middle of the night. Then I'll get yelled at. Um, let's find an inn. Okay. Uh, there is one inn that you guys know about, which is the Goat and Weasel. We're going I there. Love it. All right. Cool. Uh, you guys are pretty well familiar with this place. It is your standard adventurer tavern. There is a dining room with a bar. You see Marvy behind the bartender. Near as you can tell, he is the only staff member here. <laughs> you have never seen anyone else working at the Goat and Weasel. <laughs> hey, Marvy. Hey. Oh, we haven't seen you in a while. No, uh, do you want me to play tonight? Um, and he looks around, and the room's pretty dead. There's like a, a couple of a uh, couple of adventurer types off in the corner, but that's about it. I, I can play some background music that they don't have to worry about us over playing. I mean, if you want, I won't pay you. That's fine. Yeah, do a set. <laughs> she uh, she casually gets on stage, uh, pulls out her viol, and and starts playing good background music so those adventurers can go off on their adventure and discuss it. <laughs> All right, as you start playing, they kind of shuffle closer to each other. Because <laughs> now they're trying to talk over you. Um, <laughs> the perfect adventuring thing. Potato puff balls, potato puff balls. Harvey, you need an order of those. Like, two orders, actually. All right, coming up. And he kind of disappears into the kitchen. I want crab. Uh, crab sounds good. I don't know if it's the right time of year for crab. It's like fall, right? Yeah. I don't know enough about crab to tell you whether it's the time of year for crab. Neither do I. I'm pulling this out of my ass. Uh, why would it, the time of year be... I mean, you just have crab. Oh, I mean, you just have crabs? Yeah. Do you, you have crabs? Go- Apparently you can get your hands on recently caught crab just about any time of the year, depending on the type of crab. So you can get crab. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we probably got, probably got crab. I mean, 
you might need to, I mean, it probably won't be like super fancy crab. You might need to like, you know, get a little hammer and chisel and kind of break it apart if you're fine with that. I don't know how fancy an eater you are. You just bite into it. You... Oh, right. You've got pointy teeth. Yeah, he just opens his mouth and like points at his teeth. It's crab teeth. I mean, fair. Crab shucking teeth. Or shark teeth. Or swordfish teeth. Or sometimes whale teeth. You eat whales? I mean, sometimes. They're good friends and then other times they're good food. Fish are friends and food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Marvy comes out with your two orders of puffballs. God, I want some Blarney puffballs right now. Me too. I know. Yeah, you assholes. I want food <laughs> so bad now. <laughs> they're they are fried potato puffs. Like they're no. they're just little like fried mashed potato balls no. with like uh usually a little bit of like bacon and cheese and chives and like they have like sour cream on the side for dipping annie jilliana asked for some without jilliana asked for some without bacon (laughs) oh my god these are delicious thank you (laughs) i know right why don't we have this all the time (laughs) i found a recipe for them i mean finn could probably put these together they can't be that complicated but finn Mm. give them to finn and you will make, and we will have them every day. <laughs> I mean, did, did you want to? Did you want to ask for some crab or? Mm, fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys have your dinner or your um, snack, I guess. In this case, no. He orders like three more plates. <laughs> yeah. Is is it ever dinner if you only out- order from the appetizer menu? I've never gotten a definitive answer on this. Uh, did you get full? Yes. Then yes. Yeah. Then, okay. then that it was, was tapas. That was tapas. Okay. Um, so yeah, you have your meal, and where are you guys sleeping tonight? Um, well, I mean, here. we can sleep here. Jill can actually probably they can probably like spare a couple of beds at the temple if you guys don't want to pay. Sounds good to me too. Oh wait, no, your temple was really cold. I mean, yeah, it was kind of chilly. I don't know why. It is autumn. What does that have to do with it? It gets colder sometimes. But don't you have, like, heat vents? Heat vents? You don't build over heat vents? I mean, no. no. Sometimes we have a brazier in the corner, but it's, like, really hard to... It would be so expensive if there were, like, fireplaces in every single room. I don't know what the fireplace is. It's a place where the fire goes. No, the, the heat just comes from the ground. You just build over that. How have you spent so much time out of the sea, and you still don't know what a fire is, or why, or why it, what's the word, burns? <laughs> I was drunk for most of it. You guys don't have a whole lot of liquor. That's because we hid the liquor from you. The pirates were really nice. Un- also, dear, I'm just... Most of the time, I only really want wine, and I'm not very interested in other things. I will drink a good vodka. No, I saw I saw how you you looked at those dragonborn. Mm-hmm. You interested in many things. I am. I'm I mean alcohol, dear. Oh, okay. What she drinks is another matter entirely. Alright, so you guys headed to bed? Yeah. I'm I don't want to walk back. Can we just stay here? Okay, Artie. Oh good. 
All right, that's two gold a room, uh, single occupancy rooms. All right. It seems like it's not, it's it's kind of dead in here, so he's probably got three rooms open. And he does. All right. So you guys get your keys. Mm-hmm. Head off to bed. Oh, yes. Real beds, though. Real, real beds, beds, though. though. Real beds, though, and you don't have to listen to somebody else snore all night. Oh, just you wait. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so as you guys are sleeping that night, Arturos, I need you to make a perception check with disadvantage because you're asleep. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Perception check with disadvantage. That's fun. <laughs> That's a 10. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> all right, I got to roll some things real quick. <sighs> Love it when Kit says that. Yeah. Isn't it fun? <laughs> I have some great news for you guys. <laughs> who, who, whoever Alwyn is, he's not good at stealth. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> so here's what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Artie, you're dead asleep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of your dead sleep, you hear the sound of someone stubbing their toe on the edge of your bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. And a soft and a softly hissed fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna so this is like actual real lore reaction. I he Arturus before he even wakes up, he gets up and like attacks. He sleep attacks. He sleep attacks. <laughs> like to, wakes to, up swinging. To shove whoever it is against the wall with his trident. Alright, roll initiative. <laughs> That's a seven. All right. Uh, 22. <laughs> I got a three. Jill got a three. Jill's, Jill sleeps very deeply. Arturo's got a seven. When Jill actually sleeps. She sleeps the sleep of the dead. <laughs> yeah, already got a seven. All right. So up first is Cacophony. He's um, full of potatoes. <laughs> is this post-trance? So am I like awake in my room and just wasting time? Yeah, there's a um, high or low? High, I guess. This is not post-trance. But okay. you are fully alert during your trance. So yeah. you would hear the sound of someone stubbing their toe, somebody else saying, fuck, and then Artie lurching up <laughs> out of bed. Okay. So Cacophony, um, still in full costume because she has to be in disguise while here, uh, gets up, opens her door, and then swiftly moves around this way. Is the doorway open? Uh, the doorway to Artie's room? It is not. Okay. So she... Pushes the door open slightly and goes, Artie, are you all right? All right. As you're opening the door, you can see that there is someone standing on the other side of it. Do they have weapons out? Yes. Oh, in that case, she is grabbing mom dagger and instantly stabbing. All right. Uh, You're taking a stab at the person on the other side of the door. I would like to say non-lethally. So she will twist it around and actually use the butt end of the dagger. Okay. Of the mom dagger. Roll your attack. 27 hits! 20, 27 hits. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, 19. Nine- oh god, ow. Yeah. You bring that dagger down and stab really fucking hard, and you just hear a cry of no, pain I, I from just, the other- Oh yeah, I don't, you, you I, whack I, I, really whack. hard. And you just hear a cry of pain from the other side of the door. So as that happens, Artie, how are you? What? Jill! I know you hate waking up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, up next is, uh, the guy who's getting uh, shoved by Artie, he had been invisible, but as you grabbed him, the invisibility dropped. And he is just up against the wall with you, pinning him there, so he is going to uh, attempt to stab you. Alright. Does he hit me? Uh, let's find out. 
Uh, that's a natural one. He does not, but he does have multi-attack. Okay. Uh, that one's a 12. That one also, I'm guessing, does not hit. No. He's just kind of frantically stabbing well, at you, and it's not the working. The thing is, does, is already wearing his armor right now because he was asleep. I mean... He was asleep, which I think means you have... Yeah, if, if you are wearing your armor when you're asleep, you take exhausted. So you probably don't want to. Okay. Well, so what's your dexterity modifier? Rule. Yeah, that's a real shitty move. Uh, it's a three. Three. Okay, so your AC is 13. So he still would have not have hit with the 12. Cool. All right. Uh, and that's that guy's turn, because uh, he sucks. Uh, next is the other one who just got stabbed or knocked punked in the head by Cacophony, who uh, is going to try and shove the door back shut. So Cacophony, I need you to make a strength check. Ah, my best save. <laughs> 11. All right. So everybody knows my strength is negative one. Yeah, well, I can see that. Good, good news. She she got a ten. Oh, um, so Kakavani so just sticks her like her heel in the door. Yeah, Kakavani sticks her shoe in the door, and it just kind of bounces off. And that's that person's action. You're now getting a better look at this person. Uh, this appears to be a female dwarf, hmm. uh, and the other guy who's no longer invisible appears to be a half elf man. Huh. Up next is Arturos. You've got this guy up against the wall. Is Arturos awake yet? <laughs> Kind of? Who are you? What do you want? He's, he, just, he just keeps frantically trying to stab at you. He's not listening to you very much. Uh, Artie just kind of knees him in the gut. <laughs> okay, make an unarmed strike. Would this be just like my saving throw? or uh, An unarmed strike is uh, you roll a d20 and then you add your strength plus your proficiency bonus. So, yeah, it would be, sorry, uh, uh, dirty 20. 3020? Okay, and then the damage will be 1 plus your strength bonus, uh, your, your strength modifier. So 6. 6. Okay, you do 6 damage to this guy's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I said gut, but nuts works. Is he too, Is he tall? Is that why? <laughs> he, is, he is significantly taller than you, so you're aiming <laughs> okay. for his gut. You're hitting, him, you're hitting him in the balls. I feel like cool. I should do bonus damage. <laughs> it does not. And uh, then, no, it does not. Not it does not. <laughs> <laughs> Wah, wah. And you got another attack. And I got another attack. So yeah, he probably just tries to headbutt him then. Alright, that's another unarmed strike. I mean, if you hit him in the nuts, then he is going to keel over. 24. 24 hits, and then so that's... Six. Uh, yeah, 6 damage again. Uh, yeah, you give this guy a pretty good walloping. He's looking pretty dazed. Yeah, no, Artie hits, hits him in the nuts, and then as he hunches over, hits him directly in the nose. So... <laughs> Get him down low enough for you to hit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he won't answer my questions, then that's my turn. All right. Up next is Jill. Jill, you heard Cacophony yell at you. <laughs> okay. What's that? She's basically going to stumble out of bed, grope for her hammer, be extremely confused, and then just sort of <sighs> stagger over here. All right. <laughs> Getting up from prone is half your movement, so you'd only have 15 feet of movement after that. Yeah. Uh, are each of these five feet? Yes. Great. So she's back here in this hallway. Yeah. So you're 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 hearing from around the corner. You do still have your action if you want to dash. Yeah, I think she does. It's, okay. And, and considering this, it's less of a dash and more of like she kind of stumbles and does that thing where you kind of move really far forward while you're trying to catch your balance. You just kind of slam into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> she just kind of, like, smacks her hand on the side of the wall here as she just sort of, like, catches herself, like, what, what, hap what happened? 
It's just kind of like... People are trying to assassinate Uh, Auntie. What? What? Assassin? Is this... Is this awake? (laughs) Is this awake? (laughs) Ari, you... You being assassinated? (sighs) Barely. I think that's her whole ass turn. That's her whole ass turn, huh? Okay. Uh, I don't think she can do anything else. Up next is Cacophony. So, mom dagger in hand. Cacophony is actually, first first she just non-lethally thwacks that lady again. Okay. So, mom dagger comes back and then the butt just smacks into the side of her head. Okay. 23, I assume, hit. 23 will hit, yes. For 14 more non-lethal damage. Oh, Jesus. And uh, then after that happens, what Cacophony's doing is, I, I was Autumn today, she's she's very content today. What she's doing is uh, she's going to peek her head in and face step, so she ends up over here. This is a very crowded room. <laughs> yeah. And when that happens, uh, anybody of her choice within 10 feet of her has to make a wisdom saving throw. So the two attackers need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, for the sake of the radio people, uh, Cacophony has just face stepped into the yeah. room with Artie and the assassins. And the room is two squares by two squares, and there <laughs> yeah, are four so people in this small. room. So yes. Yes. you do the math. It's crunchy. Okay. Uh, don't worry, I'm going to describe it depending on how their wisdom saves go. All right. Uh, well, the uh, female dwarf got a 10. That's a failure. Uh, however, the half-elf does get uh, advantage. Advantage, yeah. Because he's a half-elf. But he's got his balls kicked in. And he got a 21. Oh, yeah. So he passed that. Well, the... The dwarf, at least. Um, so what happens is Cacophony's like, I can't believe I have to do this. Uh, suddenly, Jill sees uh, her swirl for a moment, and there's like a swirl of autumn leaves around her, and there's a swirl of autumn leaves as she appears beside Artie. Uh, and as that happens, the dwarf is just like, holy shit, she is the coolest person in the world. And she is now charmed by me for a minute. <laughs> so as long as nobody attacks her or anything. Oh. But she's not being attacked by Artie mm-hmm. right now, so it's okay. But Okay, she's charmed by you specifically, yep. By me specifically, yes. Okay. So she regards you neutrally. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, is that your turn? Yeah, uh, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, up next is Mr. Half-Health, who's having the bad fucking day. Uh, who, after getting kneed in the balls and punched in the face, is going to continue to try and stab Artie. Headbutted in the face. Uh, that's an 18, which hits. Oof, yeah. You take three piercing oh, damage. No. He rolled bad. Ah, it's a slice. And then another one. That's 12. That's not going to hit, even with your reduced AC. Yeah, no. He's just kind of slashing in the air. Yeah. Randomly. <laughs> he got a nickin. All right. Uh, and up next is the dwarf, who uh, she is going to ignore Cacophony standing right in front of her because <laughs> she's charmed. However, she is going to turn and try and cast Shatter on uh, on Arturos. Uh, that's going to ruin the inn. That's rude. Uh, that is a constitution save you need to make? Jesus. Alright. 19. Okay, you take four thunder damage. Wait, I'm a fish. Does that affect me? No, it does Thunder okay. damage does not adversely affect fish more than anybody else. <laughs> Alright. I'm just making sure this was in Pokemon rules. You know what happens when a, when a Triton gets hit by lightning? <laughs> the same thing that happens to everything else. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then, uh, as her bonus action, she is going to turn to the half-elf and, uh, inspire him. 
and say, hey, stop fucking up. And he has an inspiration die. The the win inside inside of Cacophony agrees with this form of inspiration. <laughs> and up next is Arturos. You got like mildly stabbed and mild, mildly like your ears hurt a little bit. My mouth tastes like pennies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no. He's going to attempt to ask again, who are you? Uh, at this point, it's the dwarf who speaks up and she says, who does it look like? We're trying to kill you. Oh, thank you for Why? explaining. <laughs> and he just starts waving his trident around to hit one, the elf. So that's a 20. That'll hit. Lethal or non-lethal? Lethal. They just said they were trying to kill me. <laughs> Six piercing. All right. And then tr- again, 19. That'll hit. Eight piercing. And okay. I'm going to use a superiority die to do a uh, sweeping attack to hit the dwarf. Okay. And does a 19 hit the dwarf? Yes. All right. Then she gets five, 1d8 of damage. Why is this Spider-Man? I've asked that question so many times. Why isn't it? It's just a one. So she got a nick. Okay, she got nicked a bit. All right. This half-elf in front of you is bleeding heavily. He looks fucked up. He's on the verge of passing out. Good. Artie? Hmm? Please don't murder these people. They tried to murder me first! We can't ask them questions if you murder them. That doesn't matter. Alright, that's my turn. You're not gonna action search? Because you can. Ooh, I can action search? You can. (laughs) Ah, the shoulder devil DM. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what? Uh, Nah, he's still asleep. We'll save that for later. Okay. If you're sure. I'm sure. Okay. I think we're fine without it. (laughs) Up next is Jill. (laughs) Who maybe I hope brought speak with dead today. (laughs) Um, Jill is going to attempt to... Jill, like... I assume this door is open at this point. It's cracked slightly. Jill throws the door open, looks at this entire crunchy mess inside, and she's going to try to cast Calm Emotions. (laughs) Can everybody just chill out for five seconds? Cacophony is is not going to resist the spell. We'll just accept it. Let me just look up Calm Emotions. Uh, Charisma saving throw. Also, Artie needs to make a Charisma saving throw, too. Fine. No, it's a five. <laughs> okay, Artie fails. Uh, the dwarf gets a 15. Uh, that does not pass. Uh, do you know if this is a charm effect? It doesn't say charm in the description, I don't think. What kind it's of- It's actually- It's, it's, an, it's, enchantment. it's an enchantment, but you don't cause charmed. It's, um, it's just- it, it can actually suppress charmed, even. Okay, so- it's, Yeah. I'm going to rule that he doesn't get advantage on this. Uh, he gets a five. Okay. <laughs> so everybody fails. Okay, so that takes them from hostile to neutral, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Jill's is like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, what the fuck? What the fuck? Can we just all calm down for five seconds? That'd be nice. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, um, strangers, may I have- well, I'm- I'm Cacophony, uh, why are you trying to kill my friend? I don't know, because we were hired to. Who hired you? 
And that was a dead drop, anonymous. It was out in Port Meridian. Huh. Okay, great. So you guys also know space, then? Yeah. Do you happen to have, like, the note or anything? Um, I do. Can we ask you politely to not kill this fish? How much did they try to pay you, or offer to pay you? Uh, it was 2,500 gold pieces each. Okay, oh, look. that's a lot. Also, they're lowballing it, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's more than what I have right now. Do you know anything about this target? We were just told to kill the little blue guy. Okay, well, there's your problem. Right. There are plenty of little blue guys. Yeah, like who? Well, first off, you're trying to murder Jimmy a king. Ka- Arturos? Hmm? Like, oh, if, if, if he's a king, we should have asked for more money. Yeah, yeah exactly. You absolutely should have. You guys got completely stiffed. Speaking as someone who has, has worked with assassins before, you guys got absolutely stiffed. And two, you're working against us, and we've murdered, like, a, a person who was trying to become a god before. They have way lowballed you. Oh, yeah, we murdered a lot, especially me. We also murdered a Krajan on our way in. He has a cannon for an arm. He could just turn you into mush. But that, that would be rude. Because they have such good potato balls here. It would get all over all over the floor, yes. Okay, at this point the dwarf speaks up and she's like, Okay, listen, I say, I, we walk away, you pretend you never saw us, and we call it a day. How about that? We do need some info on your- On, 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 your, on your dead drop. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, hang on. If, if it means you don't kill us, hang on. And the dwarf pulls out a scallop shell? Says, mm-hmm. this, this is the instructions we were giving. Given. Uh, who's going to take it? Uh, cacophony does. Yeah. All right. Speaking as the, pers- as, as the person who has thieves can't, it seems like the best idea. Yeah, yeah she's okay. the one who should take point on this. I mean, what language is it written in? Common? Cacophony's got it now. All right. <laughs> uh? Hmm. Uh, so she kind of looks it over and she's like, well, this is clearly for Artie. Um, yes, uh, it looks like they didn't tell you much information at all. Uh, this, and the writing doesn't look familiar. Uh, she turns this already and she goes, never mind, you don't read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a place we need to go. All right. Okay, so you um, two are, you two are out. Yeah, we're out. We're Do you out. need we're healing? Not, we, we don't, we don't, we were not paid enough to kill a king and his three uh, extraordinarily, uh, there's two extraordinarily powerful, gorgeous bodyguards, so we're out of here. Hey, wait, the what? wait, thank you. Up. Hey, you're gonna tell your friends not to do this, right? Uh, I mean, like, if somebody else wants to take the job, we're not really in a position to, like, tell them not to. But well, I mean, you should probably tell them to do, you know, to ask for way more, for starters. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're gonna put- we're definitely putting that word out, because holy crap. Also, tell them that I'm super buff. They don't want to do this. Look at this body. She looks at the half-elf. Do you need healing? You're bleeding very badly. You know what? Just here, Juliana just- Pats the half-elf on the shoulder. Look, just do a bit more research on your targets next time, huh? And Man, what research? We've never seen this guy before. Nobody's seen this guy before. I mean, shadow them for like a day? Yeah, we did. And all you did was like, go to a temple and then eat a lot of potato puff balls. Well, They're really good. They're Have really you tried good. them? so good, though. Uh, he, the half-elf gets six back. Okay. I rolled bad, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Rando. Okay, and the, the half-elf's like, okay, can we go? Yeah. Go. Also, right. if we ever see you again, we are killing you. 
All right, cool. And they haul ass. <laughs> Congratulations, you solved my assassination puzzle. So, uh, are you guys all right? Artie, how you doing? I was asleep. Okay, we all but Artie. Don't look injured. Okay, what, so what's, what's, this, what's this note, Kako? The note reads, Your target is a humanoid man of below average stature with blue skin and red hair. He will be seen in the company of three women, a human, an Aladrin, and an Azamar priestess. When the deed is done, take a boat to this location to receive your reward. And the map is, um, uh, would you say, like, how, how, like, how many days or, well, how many miles south of Stormhaven? It's like kilometers? a couple of, it's like an hour's boat ride, maybe. Okay. Um, about an hour, if we took a boat, an hour, if we walked, maybe two hours to a, a cove south of Stormhaven. All right. Well, that sounds like something we check out uh, tomorrow. Agreed. It's so ruled. Uh, the scallop shell also indicates that um, it's probably someone who has reason to hate you because you probably didn't actually abdicate, and so they would like to I, be next in line. I did, though. I did it. Running away is not proper abdication. <sighs> so, what did you actually do? Like, they just said you're going to be king, and and you just sort of like amscrade. What? What even happened? Um, and look, Artie. <sighs> we're gonna need to know this is involving everybody and if we're not completely informed here we're not gonna be able to help you i had to have a think okay they said oh you're king and i was like what and they were like yeah and so i i went to the air bubble and there were spaceships and they were like hey what's up and i was like nothing much what's up with you and so I went on the ship with them and we left. And how long ago was that? Yeah. Uh, like a year? A year, maybe? I've been on a lot of ships. Wow, you've been on a lot? Of, yeah, that's a lot of ships in a year already? Dang. Yeah, no, it usually lasts a few weeks. <sighs> well, we're glad to have had you last longer with us. Yeah, it's been fun. Let's see, if it's been a year and we don't know how far away his sphere is from here, then it probably took some time to figure out that he wasn't coming back, and then it took time to track him down. I'm concerned that someone has tracked him down and has been tracking him longer than just Stormhaven. Yeah. Because they listed everybody, and Alviva's been blipped this whole time. Yeah, and they got that at Port Meridian. Yeah. I just can't fold a scallop and put it in my purse. I don't... Uh, what kind of writing is this, really? Uh, it's scratched, like engraved on the inner uh, surface yeah, of the no, scallop. Yeah, no, I realize it's engraved. It's just cacophony complaining that it's not a piece of paper she can fold <laughs> and put in her pocket. Yeah, it turns out that when you try to write on paper when you're an aquatic species, that doesn't go great. <laughs> no. Do you know how? Do you know how fucking long it took me to figure out what they would write on if not paper? <laughs> exactly <laughs> why I keep saying Arcturus doesn't read. <laughs> Paper will not exist underwater. Like, what the fuck do th does Atlantis do? Why is everything holographic? There's a method to my madness, okay? <laughs> well, at least nothing followed us here that's trying to kill everybody. So that's that's a leg up, I guess. And it's, it's not Neogi, it's just um a completely unknown fish person. Probably. That hires assassins. Uh, he like rubs his temples. 
Can you think of anybody in particular that would be wanting to kill you? Not oh not like God. not like bring you home, but kill you. That's different. So many. Uh, at least okay. half my sisters. Why would you? Did your sisters want to kill you so they could get the throne? No, this was before the throne. What did you do to your sisters? I was their brother. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I can maybe if I, I don't know. He's gonna roll a. Would it be wisdom or intelligence? I would allow either. Uh, I would say like either insight or uh, history would also apply if you want. Uh, they're both. Pr- no, history. History is better. I rolled a twelve. I don't think that's very good. Okay. Um, narrowing it down from the many, many, many factions that might possibly want to kill you. You can think of, like, maybe one of your sisters, just like on general principle, or, like, maybe there was another, like, male offspring in your family that's trying to secure their position, or, like, maybe something to do with the clergy? You're not really sure. Uh, it's, there's just, even if I knew why, there's still a lot of people that would be in the why. You know? I understand. Honestly, I'm just kind of thinking about how much I hate um, the nobility. And how I agree. and how everyone I, who's trying it. to kill nobility seems to keep getting mucked up in our business. Why? Why do people keep trying to kill? Okay, I know why everybody's trying to kill royalty, but why do they keep trying to kill the royalty that I don't want to be dead? Aww, that's so sweet. And don't let it go to your head. It's already there. <laughs> Technically, if you'd actually abdicated, you kind of wouldn't be royalty. That would. I mean, I guess you tend it would. How, it's it's a weird situation. You know what? How do you formally abdicate? Do you do you know? Uh, can I see if Wynn knows? Yes. Or if it's Cacophony knows? Yes. Okay. Uh, what, would that be like a history? What would that I'd, be? I'd say either history or... Uh, in, I would in, think this is planet specific. I mean, you can both roll. Yeah, I mean, I could I could roll and figure out what I know about Eastheim abdication. Yeah, okay, yeah. Figure cacophony roll to figure out what you know about how it works on Eastheim, and then already roll to figure out how how it works on your uh, on your world. I already know if you're okay with it. I'm gonna just yeah. But does Arturos know? <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah. <laughs> no, cacophony doesn't know. Okay, cacophony, you're not quite sure how abdication works. Yeah. Artie's method seems as good as any. Um, Artie, you know for sure. Uh, if if you want to abdicate, you got to get murked. Yeah. No. If so, technically, I have to die. You have to die. So running away obviously didn't work. Right. Well, I just hoped that they'd give up, and um. Like I, I'm not going back. Question: I don't want it. Hmm. If they thought you were dead, would that work? Like if they if they looked at your corpse and thought you were dead, would that work, or do they need to take a trophy back? Um, they would probably need to take a trophy back. So what if we went back to your home planet and made it look like you were dead publicly, so everybody would see that you were dead? Because then I would be thrown into the lava pits. Okay, oh, well, can't fair. do that. <laughs> no, can't do that. Look, like <laughs> we we could. I know how to make someone look dead. 
Right. So if we could figure out a way to make a fake trophy for them to take back. Or maybe, I mean, the hair is pretty noticeable. Maybe... Maybe they you cut like the hair. Chop off the his hair. face just is a horrified <laughs> expression and he clutches at his braid like, no! I mean, not the whole thing, but like, look, it comes down to like the small of your back. No, I think that's a, I think that's butt length. We could cut that yeah, off a that, butt length. It'll grow no, back. No. What? Artie, no. it's either you are stalked forever and they try to assassinate you repeatedly because they want you to abdicate and the only way to abdicate is die. And you lose some hair now that you can regrow, and I can help you regrow it faster, darling. Have you seen my locks? And she tosses her hair. Um, and also, frankly, we could, I mean... Magic. She wiggles her fingers. If nothing else, it'll just throw them off, right? Indeed. If they figure out that Artie isn't really dead, then that at least buys us some time. But also, Artie, there's magic. We could regrow your hair. It's not the same. Look, Artie... Okay. Okay, Artie, different question. How about if we allow them to chop off your arm? Which arm? The non-canon one. Mm-hmm. No, I like being symmetrical. All right, in that case, hair it is. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, no. I I understand. I know, I know why it's important, why the hair is important. I get it. M- m- li- who knows if this person even has told anybody else, maybe I don't have to lose my hair, maybe okay. I can just kill them, and nobody knows. We can we can figure that out. That's definitely another plan. We're just trying to figure out how to how to maybe solve this for a while, but uh how about we go check it out and see what's what, and if we need to pull off this this uh this fake death thing, we we can do that. Okay? Okay. Okay, it's 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 on the tables. A couple of other things are on the table. We may not necessarily have to cut your hair. But um hey, you know what? If 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 we did have to cut some of your hair, imagine how like cool and dramatic it would be. Yes. It would be so cool and dramatic. Yeah, it'd be like, oh my god, he cut his hair. Oh, this really means business. It's a cool <laughs> dramatic character thing. We could also sing a song and have everybody be shirtless during it. You know, like, I do like that part. Who is that fish I see? (laughs) (laughs) Staring right back at me. You know, something like that. It could be cool. I get so sued. (laughs) (laughs) The the Nazi mouse is going to sue us so fucking hard. Uh, No, this is parody. Nazi mouse don't care. It's less than 15 seconds. It's okay. Well, Look, just give it some thought. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, but let's uh let's how about we all just get some sleep and you uh you just sort of plate your hair a little and uh we'll we'll touch base on this tomorrow. Okay. Maybe block your door with your dresser. Do you want one of us to sleep in here? I can sleep on the floor. I can I can just I can kneel in a trance. Yeah. It's okay. I'm I'm fine. Like they were beaches. I don't Beaches it's fine. Bitches, beaches. Would you, would you sleep easier if I was in here just in my in my meditation? No, I don't care. All right. All right. Well, just go back to bed then. Um, try not to get assassinated uh, as a favor the rest of the night. I mean, I won't. All right. Scrubs. They sent scrubs. Sure. Good night. Night. 
All right, everyone's going back to bed. Yep. Yeah. Next morning comes, you finish a long rest, everybody's spell slots and health is back up to full. No further assassination attempts during the night, so that's something. Cool. So what's the plan for today, guys? Okay, well, uh, that seems like an immediate thing to handle. That does seem like an immediate thing to handle. Let's go. All right. Uh, so, you, I uh, honestly, I I would defer to your guidance here. What do you think we should our plan should be? She, so the thing is, Cacophony's actually in wind form now. Okay, great. Um, so she's got the jagged ear, and she's wearing like it's. She's wearing a very basic outfit. It looks kind of cool. Uh, she's wearing kind of just like a basic like poofy blouse and like black black slacks. Kind of like you'd expect like a rogue in any sort of fantasy novel to wear. Cool. A rogue um, in anybody else's D&D campaign. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she's like, so it's, and she kind of shows Jill the map that's engraved on the bottom of the scallop. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally just south and there's a cove there. And it's not very detailed because it's on a scallop and they're doing their best, but. It definitely sounds like if the reward points at a secret location, then the, they're probably going to try to kill the assassins. That was that was probably yeah. the plan, right? Oh, almost certainly they're going to try to kill the assassins. Um, and likely, too, it's going to be marked with some some signs as, as we get closer. Because mm-hmm. uh, these sorts of things are hidden well enough that they kind of often need to do that. Um, so it's just to best be prepared for an ambush from fish people. Now, should we... Should Artie be visible here? Or... Probably not. Do we want to pretend that we... No, we can't pretend that we killed them. They, would, they already know who we are. Yeah. Um, if there was any way we could disguise ourselves, that would be great. Mm. But I don't have any way to do that. You do have a disguise kit. I do have a disguise kit. I could disguise us as best we can with that. Um, the hardest problem will be already in his ears. I, I'm good at disguising myself. I could disguise you easily enough, Jill. Um, I would just need to use a wig. Yeah, honestly, wig would probably take care of most of the noticeable features. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we could do that. Sure. All right. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't really need to be a perfect disguise, but it does need to at least give them a little bit of pause. Yeah, at least pause from far away until we're close enough to you can hit them in the, with a hammer and Artie can cannon them. Well, um, no hammer, but I see your point. Yes. Artie, you're going to be the one who I work hardest on. Uh, they just- I mean, I can wear a shawl. That's I not look gonna... good in a dress. That's fair. Um, disguise it with that. Yeah, I mean, do you, I do? Have a, do you have a dress that would fit him? I can make one fit him. One second, and she kind of digs through her patch and then tosses Artie some clothes, which I will let Rio decide, because Rio's the artist who likes drawing things. Yeah, Rio is the artist who likes drawing things. But is Rio the artist who not, who likes looking up outfits? No, Rio is not the artist who likes looking up <laughs> outfits. It's to disguise Artie, so it's probably going to be a long sleeve. Yeah. Uh, probably a high neck something. Yeah. So there's less makeup that you'd have to do. I'm thinking, like, something with bangles. That would work. Um, so, like... Because this is still Arturo's. Yeah, and it can have lots of bangles on it, too, just, like, alongside whatever we get. A veil. We're gonna go... A veil would work. Yeah, how about uh, a veil? Yeah, veil, headscarf. There we go. So, I'm I'm showing a short sleeve dress. I'm just pulling it from E. Shakti, because it's, like, the first thing I thought of. Um, but you can alter their stuff there so whatever uh, so just imagine that but it's like high neck and it's tight on the arms and then she pulls out a bunch of bangles so he can wear them around his wrist and they'll jingle 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 i think i need to own this dress <laughs> you think you own this dress no i think i need to own this dress oh you kind of do i kind of want to own a lot of their stuff so she tosses that to him and she goes and i can get you a wig to kind of hide your hair inside um i will need to braid it a little bit tighter is that okay 
That's fine. I can help with that. Thank you, Jill. Um, For Jill, we'll do a wig. I can probably do it just like a tiny little bit to kind of disguise the features of your face a little so it looks a little bit better from far away. Um, And I myself, I don't think they'll recognize me in this form. Probably not. All right, cool. So uh, Cacophony, well, Wynn gets to work on disguising everyone. Okay. Uh, So for that, uh, I'm going to have you roll a... Is disguise kit listed as one of your tools in your character sheet? Yeah, it is. Okay, so let's do that with I would say either wisdom for from a tech wisdom or intelligence from a technique point of view or dexterity from a sort of like just how well are you doing this point of view? I'm gonna do dexterity because okay. obviously one second while I make sure there's nothing else I can add to this to just be better. Uh can you get advantage because I'm helping like get Artie's hair ready or anything? Uh would that work, Kit? Yeah, sure. Twenty. Neat. Alright, so uh, Artie definitely looks like a completely different first person from a distance. You get up close and you can still tell, oh, that's that's Artie, but you know him pretty well. Um, Jill is also, like, you've managed to contour her features to a degree where she looks just different enough, and the wig is doing a lot to make her look <laughs> yeah. like not an <laughs> yeah. Asimar. Ex- yeah, especially since, like, you know, the, the platinum hair is hidden. Yeah, so you, you're fairly can you're fairly certain that from a distance, you you three are unrecognizable as the uh, the three targets listed uh, on the uh, on the scallop. Um, okay, and give me your keys. I'll drop them off at the front, and then we can head out. All right, sounds good. Meet me out front, and she heads out to drop the keys off and do the checking out procedures. She does quickly disguise herself as cacophony as she's leaving, just so she's not <laughs> clearly the same person that way. And then uh, once she's out, she'll step into an alley and then step back out as Win, and then start heading off that way. All right, so you guys are meeting up. How are you guys planning to get out to that cove? Um, we can probably rent a small boat or something. Just to you can do that. Yeah, take the least amount of time. All right, so oh, that's right. They yeah. can't swim in this. So, um, roll an investigation check, real quick. All of us. Uh, anybody who wants to help find a boat to rent. Nineteen. All it. All it. All right, Jill, you're from a fishing village. You know exactly where to go to see, to talk to a guy about renting his boat I've for a bit. I've also lived here for two years. You've also lived here for two years. This is probably not the first time you've rented a boat. But uh, yeah, you, man- you managed to find a guy who uh, doesn't have any particular plans for today. Uh, so he is happy to rent his boat to you guys for like two gold. Sounds good. And yeah, are you guys heading out? Yeah, we head out. Think so. Sick. You guys... Take the boat. It's about an hour south of Stormhaven. It's a, it's a nice day for a boat ride. It's not terrible. It's nice and sunny. Birds chirping. Seagulls screaming. I, I, is Jill doing most of the rowing, or is Arturos is the strongest one, but I doubt he's very good at rowing and probably sends us in a circle? Why? I'm used to swimming. Why is this? Wynn probably tries to help, but her little weak arms don't really do much. <laughs> Wynn makes a valiant effort, and then you guys take pity on her <laughs> and decide to row instead. I mean, Ari can do one side, and like you have to keep constantly reminding him to yep. to stay in rhythm. You know what? Why don't, why don't you just why don't you just go sit and make yourself pretty? Already done. Thank you. Uh huh. All right. So you guys get to uh, the mouth of a. Really, really, really little cove. Like this, this, this barely warrants the name cove. There's sheer cliffs on all sides of it. This, this looks like basically the kind of place where if you decide to go cliff diving, this is where you want to go. And you kind of park the boat at the mouth of the cove and look around. You don't really see anybody. Uh, perception check. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, when when starts investigating, looking for like any signs or symbols of like, yeah, hey, there's something hidden here. Uh, I got a 19. Jill's just sort of looking around, trying to spot any people, anything, any kind of colors that stick out of mm-hmm. the uh, of the general foliage. Already got a seven. He can't see shit. Fifteen. <laughs> oh no, I forgot my glasses. You wear glasses? My new goggles. Ah, cacophony. Uh, you look around. You're starting to see a bit of disturbance in the water a little ways off. Uh, Jilliana, you look around and you see, again, a pair of eyes and the top of a head peering over the top of the water before it dips back down underneath. And then you look, glance over in the same direction that Cacophony's looking, and you can see that disturbance in the water getting bigger. And, mm. and it's starting to churn a little bit. And a fin emerges from the water. And then it emerges even more. And even more. And you realize that this is quite possibly... The biggest shark you've ever seen in your life, (laughs) charging straight towards the boat. Gem Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of the show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at crookedrussiancamp.horse. Kit, I have a request. Yep. Uh, in my other D&D game, we have, um, we've had were sharks show up. Uh-huh. And universally, they have great butts. So if you have <laughs> where sharks show up, they have to have like the best butt. Honestly, uh, like, I will take this under advisement. Well, there's also you. like you know the fallen gods where all of their fish people had great butts. I think that's just I think that's a universal concept. <laughs> universal people concept. have to have great butts. Also, there's the the Zelda game where the fish people have just great butts. Great butts, uh-huh. and you know <laughs> the shape of water, and the shape. The shape is a great butt. (laughs) All right, I'm going to stop recording now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Jake.